Hello, beautiful. You are listening to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from juliatreat.com. Thank you so much for listening. I am grateful for your time, your energy, and I hope that what I have to share today helps you somehow on your journey. I did a reading this morning for a woman who has been desperately trying to connect with her husband for the past two years. Those were the, that was the term, you know, that she used and that she said she'd been to several different readers to try and get messages from him. But she says she's, she never did get anything. He never came through. And when she said that, you know, we were already three fourths of the way through her reading and she was like, this is amazing. And oh my God. And you know, she cried during the reading and I almost did a couple of times. Just, it was very, very moving to watch her shift as she heard messages from her beloved husband. But when we got on the line, when we um, started the reading, a hummingbird during my prayer. So I always start my readings with a prayer and I tell people this might be why mine are so different because I, I do a prayer. I call on God, angels, beings of light, masters, Jesus, mother Mary. I mean, you name it. And I ask that the client, my client get whatever they need the most for healing and moving forward. And so I can only think that perhaps that's why my readings are different because I don't do them alone. I do them with a team. I do everything with my team. And as I was saying the prayer today, you know, I explained to clients when we connect that, you know, I've already put out to the universe that you're going to get everything you need today. And I do start with a prayer and then I, I kind of lead into the prayer. So during the prayer, I started hearing this chirping sound, which I know the sound well. It's a hummingbird who is visiting my hummingbird feeder right here out the window next to my office area. And so as I'm saying my prayer, I'm, I'm giggling inside knowing that the hummingbird is here. And I say amen at the end of the prayer. And I said, look, there's a hummingbird here. And I know that's for you. And she said, oh, my God, I just had one at my window. I've never had one there. And it was just there right before we connected online. Oh, I just got chills on my arm saying that. Now, I know the, the magic that is possible. So I know and understand that it is possible that a hummingbird can be in front of her window and that a hummingbird can leave there. And now a hummingbird appears at my house. This woman's in West Virginia. I'm in Pennsylvania. I know this is possible. This has happened before. The hummingbird, of course, being in the bird family of, is this really an angel in disguise? So the reading continued and I told her all of the different ways that her husband comes to her and it all made sense for her. You know, he, he makes songs come on her phone or on the radio. I can't remember now because I oftentimes forget readings as soon as they're over. Um, but all the different ways that he comes to her and even giving her new ways that he will be showing up. And whether it's through numbers or through a particular song that we'll be playing when she meets the next person, her next soulmate. So the hummingbird, I had, you know, it reminded me of when one time I was speaking with my mentor 
and she is in Massachusetts and I'm in Pennsylvania and we were talking and she said, Oh, I have a hummingbird here. And I know that that's a sign for her, um, of someone. And she said, my, my hummingbirds here. And she goes, whoop, there he goes. And as soon as she ended her sentence, there he goes. The hummingbird appeared at my house at my feeder immediately. And I, of course, told Jackie about that, and we both just giggled. I, you know, I wish, I wish, my wish for you, for every single one of you listening, my wish is that you really open up and embrace the magic that can happen. Just be open to it. And then when it happens, Stay out of the ego that says, eh, I don't know, that's probably just coincidence. Um, you know, the ego is the thing that is screwing everything up, and we've got to stop listening to it. It's just a a well-conditioned machine. You know, it's that filing cabinet that files everything away and has to, you know, approach everything with logic. So, you know, I finished this reading with this woman, and... Uh, I was sitting here then after that preparing for my Sedona retreat that's coming up. And I, of course, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. I came across my journal from the first time I went. I couldn't believe it. So we were given these journals and I looked through it and I didn't write a lot in there for some reason. I guess I was just experiencing things. But I I thought it might be fun. I'm going to read, read to you the, I did a podcast about the day that, the pilgrimage to Sedona and how the little bird followed me around, you know, and so I read this and I was like, Oh my God, there's more that happened. And I had just forgotten it because I've just pictured that little bird. So this is what I wrote. It was the, probably the night of this or the next morning because we would journal after our experiences. So we were asked to, to be in silence for half a day, half a day silence. You don't talk to anyone. You don't listen to anything. You're just in silence, whether it's laying out in the sun or taking a walk or laying in the creek, whatever it is, but it was silence. And so many of us, um, number one, have never done that, or we find it difficult to do that. I loved it. And I actually practice it regularly now. So after our silence exercise, I wrote, this is my experience. Now, let me remind you, I was not, I, I had not opened up to my abilities yet as a medium or an angel intuitive. You know, I just, this, all these, oh, and there's a hummingbird at my feeder right now. Hello, beautiful. <laughs> so I had not opened up to all of my abilities yet. So this was pretty amazing what I'm going to read. When, when it happened to me, it was so moving. It, it totally... You know, it just changed so much for me just in this one, this, this few hours of silence. So here we go. I said, angels, angels were making the trees dance back and forth. There was no wind yet. As soon as I would get to a bunch of trees, they would begin waving back and forth. I could feel the angels. I knew they were near. This little bird was trying to get my attention and finally said, Hey, you, I really couldn't believe it. I could hear the bird yelling at me saying, hey, you, like I'm trying to get your attention. When I asked him, what do you want? What do you want? What is the message? His response was that I was going to be 
a channeler of the light that I would be doing angel readings for others. I giggled a bit as I thought, oh, this silly little bird, and giggling that I was actually talking to a bird because this was the first for that as well. I asked him if he was sure. Are you sure this is true? And he flew to a chair that was closer to me and just stared at me while I was hearing him say, yes. He did not move a muscle. He sat there and stared at me for the longest time. I then said, I know, if you don't think I'm nuts by now, come on. No, for real. This is my experience. I then said, okay, if you are really talking to me and this is the truth, then give me one more sign. And I'm laughing right now because how many of us do that? We get a, we ask for a sign, it comes. And then we say, well, that's we need another one. And that one comes. And then we're like, wait, wait I need one more and then I'm going to know for sure. How funny we are, right? That fear factor. So, give me one more sign, I said to this little bird. He flew away. Then a bigger bird flew and landed in the same tree where that bird had been, the first bird. Then a red-headed hummingbird came and landed in the tree. Then the same bird as before came back and they sat in the tree, all three of them looking at me. The bird who had spoken to me then flew all around the windows in front of me and said, is this good enough for you? <laughs> At the end of my walk that afternoon, I was getting ready to walk into the dining hall where we were meeting for dinner. And as I walked, there was that little bird. And oh shit, here come the tears. That little bird was sitting right there. And I just looked at the bird. And I don't know if I was thinking like, what is your message or what is gonna happen or tell me the future and the bird turned around and there was a V with the black feather, like he was a, a lighter colored bird, but the feathers made like a, a V on his back, the darker feathers, and all I heard was victory. And I started sobbing, which I'm about to do now. I think about that little bird and how profound the message was. And I think of how many birds come to visit me now and have over the past many years. And I'm sorry, my girls are, of course, wrestling because I'm recording a podcast. That's just our new routine. And one of them just yiped. I think one of them got bit the other one a little too hard. So I was told a while back by a, a well-known astrologer, I had a reading with him. And he said, Julia, if you even had a clue at how massive your team is, he said, now we all have a massive team. He goes, but Julia, I'm, I'm telling you, yours is fucking massive. And I realized all of these birds, and I mean, I get visits from other animals, but the birds, it's like all of the angels, the guides, our loved ones, they're all coming down and they're trying to say, I'm here. I'm here. I've been with you all along. Our team will get us our message one way or another. So, as I prepare for the Sedona retreat, 
and it, things are just flowing. And I was writing down all the things that I have planned for the attendees and doing all that today that I just, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, I can't wait for them to be there, but I can't wait for, for me to be there as well. I have so much going on right now. And another thing coming up is my interview on Hay House, their Hay House Fresh Voices radio program. They're going to be interviewing me about my book. And the first question, oh goodness, these girls. The first question is, why did you, why did you write this book? Why did you feel compelled to write it? And I like had tears coming down my face again. I was like, because everyone needs to know that they have a massive team that loves them and that they can come to them in so many amazing and magical ways that they are not here alone, that they were meant to do so much more than they're doing, that they are greatness already, that they are beautiful. They are amazing and that their team can make life so much easier. And I, you know, I was just thinking all this in my head and I said, okay, Julia, you have to get this together because you're going to be doing an interview. But that's what my job, I look at my job or my, my mission, my destiny, my purpose is to help everyone remember you are not alone. You have a massive team that wants to help you. And if you can just give everything to your team and continue moving forward yourself here, let go of the control. Let go of how you think things have to be. Let go of your limiting beliefs about money, about health, about love, about yourself. Let go of all of that. Then everything you've ever dreamt of, everything will start coming your way. I know because I used to block it all. I used to block all of it. I had this internal ugly dialogue I would speak so hateful to myself. I carried guilt and shame, unworthiness. I know what it feels like. But I know now that all I had to do was let all of that go, forgive myself for anything that I thought I'd done, because I can't change a damn thing. Let go of trying to please others because they just have their own wounds that we're trying to take care of. They have to heal themselves. I stopped being a people pleaser. I started rising up. I mean, I called on my team every day. Angels, help me. Give me strength, courage. Help me do this. Help me say fuck and be okay with it. When someone lashes out and says, how dare you? Help me say things like the angels can make magical fucking things happen when someone says, I can't believe you used the word fuck and angels in the same sentence. I mean, I ask my team for everything. Help me do this. So the birds, they continue to come. The crows show up, show up and they are my message of it's, you know, you are stepping into your power, girl. The Blue Jays show up to remind me of my royal status. We all are royals, you know. We are created from the Most High God. 
the blackbirds come to remind me of all the magic that's happening behind the scenes as I move forward to, towards my hopes and dreams. The cardinals come as my beloved loved ones, my grandparents, Jean, my friend who passed. The hummingbirds come to remind me that life is about joy. We're here to have fun. We're here to laugh. To always remember that. Embrace your messages, my sweet soul sibling. Embrace your awakening. Embrace the changes you're, you're going through. Love yourself more and more and more. You are destined for great, great, great things. And believe me when I say, if I can do it, anyone can. I'm sending massive love to you. Hope you can feel my arms wrapped around you. I'm asking the angels to surround you, to fill your homes, to walk by your side, to lift you up, to help you sleep, to take your burdens, to give you so many signs that you just giggle with joy. Until next time, God bless.